The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey friends, my name's Olivia Perez and I'm an entrepreneur, journalist, and the host of the Friend of a Friend podcast. Every Monday, I meet with some of today's youngest and brightest entrepreneurs to make space to tell their stories and shine a light on who I believe to be the next generation of luminaries. I'll interview up-and-comers and game changers from brand builders to personalities, activists, artists, and thought leaders from around the world. Each episode lets you be a fly on the wall during one of the greatest pep talks, like a conversation between you and a friend or a friend of a friend. See you there. Ugh, I'm not in the mood. Do we have to do this? Yes. Wait, are we recording? Okay, let's go. You're listening to The Alley Colbert Show. Live from New York, it's Saturday night. It's Friday night and I have a show tonight. Very late at the Comedy Cellar. I'm here in Jackie's apartment. Which, what, what? What, what? Wicka, wicka, wah, wah. Jackie's apartment, which honestly feels like it was my apartment that Jackie's now fostering or something. <laughs> it's like a hybrid of like something I used to have and a new thing. It's like a dog that has a new diet. Smells a little different, but that shit looks the same. It's like a dog that has a new diet and the owner comes and wants to give the, its dog a bone and the foster mom slaps your hand. Hmm. How do you figure that? Because I don't let you do anything here. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's... Right. I see what you're saying. Jackie has a, is an interesting reign of terror over you, <laughs> over the apartment. It feels like sort of Romespierre and we're all going to get our heads chopped off if we don't follow her sort of rules. <laughs> Um, and we're about to have a French Revolution, every guest of the apartment. Jackie, I get it. Like, you want guests to be neat and stuff like that. I feel the same way, but, you know. You would feel the same way, though, if me and someone came into my one bedroom and I just wanted to keep everything orderly. No, of course. I understand. It's just like we would, like, Julian and I were here, were staying here because there was a wedding that we were attending and we left our, like, stuff on the counter the kitchen counter there's a kitchen island and Jackie moved all of our stuff to the windowsill you know that's <laughs> because like a the kitchen extreme. island is also the kitchen table it's a small apartment yeah I guess you know I wanted to like eat breakfast there did you though and like yeah, if, and I didn't if we get like your stuff we ordered food and we like went into the other room and Jackie's like are you guys done with this or can I clean it up and it's that's like that's because you literally leave your food out for days you'll leave it out for days and if someone's like do you want to put it away you're like I'm not done yeah, because I'm not, I, I'm not done with that. I know I'm never done because I like to take small bites and I like to graze. I'm a grazer. I think there's a statue of limitations before the food. You're no longer in the same meal and mm-hmm. then you just haven't cleaned up. That's a fair rule. That's a fair rule. Yeah, I would have used that rule on someone like Julian, who I think leaves things out for so long. <laughs> and she Julian, I've gotten to a place with Julian where she this is one of her worst uh, traits is that she can't. It's not a bad. No, it's a bad thing. She can't look for anything for longer than 10 seconds without saying she can't find something and then recruit someone else to look for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'll be like, she'll but, be like so what is that? Just impatience or ADD? She'll, no, she'll be like, hey, did you see where, see where my brown bag went? And I'll be like, no, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And she'll look for like two seconds. Uh, that was her, her after looking for five seconds. And I'm like, can you look? She's like, I really need help. And then I'll <laughs> go into the room and I'll look and it'll be like, 
right under her nose. Uh-huh. And I can't tell if she's so disrespectful of like my time or if she's brain dead. You know what I mean? I think some people just like default to like, who's just, oh, Lisa Schlesinger. Lisa Schlesinger. Who's Lisa. A, oh, I just combined, combined two names. Eliza Schlesinger and Lisa Traeger. Lisa Traeger did a funny joke. I was sounding like Lisa Traeger did a funny joke about how men can never find things Mm -hmm. and they like barely know how to look. But Julian is like (laughs) a whole nother level with like she's yeah, she really can I have some water? Oh, Oh, definitely. Yeah, water, special water. (laughs) Yeah, she can't find anything. It's so annoying. And like she leaves everything out and she'll be like the other day she was like she's been wearing this jumpsuit for a while. Like she wore it like three times and she was like, <laughs> I feel like I might need a smaller size. Did you throw out that, the receipt? I was like, you've been wearing this jumpsuit every day for a month. <laughs> I threw out the fucking receipt. This is like a part of your wardrobe now. You wear this every, it's your uniform. Of course, I threw out the receipt. You can't just let the receipt sit out. She does this for everything. She like wears her shoes in until there's like holes through them. And then oh it's like, gosh. and then it's like, I think I'm going to try and return this. And they're like, it's after 30 days. She's like, is there anything you can do? I'm like, what is Does wrong with you? It probably works most of the time. It's just so annoying. It's just like, oh my God, she really, and I said to her, it's gotten to a point though, where I literally said to her, listen, you can't find anything. Stop asking me. Every time you, you have the instinct to say, Allie, can you help me find something? let that be a signal to your brain that you need to look for at least 15 minutes alone or or like five minutes at least because, and this isn't an isolated incident. Mm-hmm. This is four times a day. I yeah, have that to, would, that would annoy to me. stop everything I'm doing to literally, she'll be like, she'll ask some, she'll ask like, where is something that we all know is in this drawer? And I'll be like, go and it'll look and it'll be in that drawer. But if you made, if, if you both put everything away immediately, then you would know where it is too. She doesn't put ever. She doesn't put anything away. Right. So if you just leave it around, you forget. What the hell do you have on your under your chin? What is under my chin? Like a piece of poop, <laughs> or like you adopted a mole? What is that? Oh God! <laughs> what is that? It's what a the- piece of a yodel. Fucking. <laughs> 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 Okay, so I have a dog. I can can explain. I can explain. This is why we have rules. I can explain. So, yeah, I get how, like, compared to you, this seems like I'm a slob. But, like, (laughs) I swear to God, this is, like, so normal. And, like, I I actually went to the door to eat that. I I swear to God, this is so normal. I actually went to the door to eat this yodel. Because I didn't want to opening the wrapper to be loud. Did you hear that? Mm-mm. Anyway, New York Comedy Club. Shout out to New York Comedy Club. I really love New York Comedy Club. That's now one, that they like, pay me. So yeah, I love <laughs> New York Comedy Club. It's, there's two locations. There's one in Midtown. There's one in the East Village. It's a fun room. It's like my favorite room rather than the cellar in New York. And um, the green room is now stacked with, um, stocked, excuse me, with, um, what's the brand that makes yodels? Like that crap um, brand. Twinkie brand. Yeah, the Twinkie brand. No, what is it? It's like the same though. It's like Yodel. Hostess. Hostess is stocked with Hostess snacks. They have like yodels and they have like brownies and they have zebra cakes and like all that stuff. I learned about it from some of my friends that were like. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, okay. I, my, some of my friends from the South taught me about it. Mm. Uh, apparently they're like in bodegas, but I was like, I don't know. I, like there's no, please. I grew up in like Fairfield County. I have no idea what a zebra cake is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so anyway, I've been like, Every night when I perform there, I've been taking a few home. 
and yodels. I, no, like I wanted to try all the different hostesses. Like oh. I have <laughs> such an addiction to like free food. It's like insane. Like, uh-huh. I mean, I have a food addiction, you know, not in the way that like I'm like an obese person, but like I'm obsessed with food. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love food and like, when I think about going to an event like a wedding or whatever the first thought I have is like oh, I wonder what the food will be mm-hmm. so anyway I've been trying to take home the food I had a yodel and I guess like some got stuck on my chin but <laughs> I gotta go wash this off my hand because your couch is white hang on okay anyway Pete, I, I don't imagine a world in which Pete Davidson is having sex with Kim Kardashian I think that they went to an amusement park for publicity and then they went, they were at the same place in New York. There's no fucking way she would fuck him. I, I really don't believe it. I, I It's not her style. No. And I agree with you. I Like, I don't even have like the imagine, imaginative capacity to imagine what it would be like to like have them, have Pete Davidson's dick go in Kim's vagina. What the fuck? What are you saying? I can't. You can't fathom Pete's dick going in Kim's vagina? Yeah. Why do you need to say it like that? Because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like walking through that you like understand what sex Because is. like I literally. You're, like, you're telling me that's penis and vagina <laughs> stuff? I can't. Like I can't physically. I don't have the brain capacity to believe that could be true. Let alone that. I can't imagine. I don't want to live in a world where that's true. I don't want to live in a world. though. This is worse than COVID. This hurt my family more than any I mean, fucking pandemic ever could. Literally. Make sure you're staying close to your mic. Okay, like, honestly, sit up, sit sit up, up you up, lazy piece of shit. Allie, you have like one of those mics that makes it comfortable to lounge. Don't make Give me it seem that like mic. you're I'm sitting up. You Don't that. make it seem like you're sitting up. I'm giving you that mic because you always complain. Now that I'm I using, complain. Now that I'm using this mic, you want this mic? That's- Allie, what are you? Shh, shh, shh. No, no but one knows I, what you're saying. No, you're but, literally spewing nonsense. Nonsense, <laughs> lady. Shh. <laughs> nonsense. Pete Davidson, lady. Kim Kardashian. My one thing, and this is what like people keep saying. It's like Courtney made this grunge tattoo punky look cool. Yeah. And now is like Kim jealous and like wants No, she's to not get jealous. And wants to get like attention. Why in the, the news. fuck would Kim be jealous of Courtney, honestly? Kim has more money. Kim is like better off in many ways. Like, is Kim better off? Court I, I honestly like I, I think. Kim uh, Loki's probably more psychological, psychologically sound than Courtney. Kim is like more psychological. <laughs> Kim is way more psychological. Kim, Kim is like, I just think Kim's in a better place, honestly. Mm-hmm. After the, like the law thing, after all that stuff, like Courtney, I don't trust people that go that public with their relationships with that much PDA. Courtney is like obsessed with Halloween in a fucking weird way. She's obsessed with Disney World. She's obsessed with having kids. She's fucking weird. She stayed with Scott for a decade. Mm-hmm. I love her to death, but like she's fucking off. Yeah, with, you're so right. At least with Kim, like she's hosting SNL. She was with Kanye. But whatever you, whatever you be- hate about Kanye, he's still a fucking genius. Kim made all his money on her. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I don't think Kim is going to be jealous of her older sister, Courtney, who's like raising a fucking band freak in the house. <laughs> no, <laughs> I agree with you. But like, then why, what, they wanted the publicity of it. I don't know. I mean, it's like, do they really need more publicity? That's I don't, what I'm saying. So, but here's, so Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson kisses Kim in that Aladdin sketch on SNL. And then what? Does Pete say, can I get your number? Does Pete say we should hang out sometime? Does Kim send her agents to like at, connect with his agents and say, Kim wants to meet, meet up with him somewhere? I do know this. I do know that Pete last year or two years ago, was like at that like no boo Malibu hang with Machine Gun Kelly and Kanye. So he definitely met Kim before. I know mm. that they've met before. 
So like maybe they were, they were connected in some way there, but also Pete is 27. Kim is like 42 or something. Like yeah. which I know that doesn't matter, but like can't it for one minute? Can it for what I don't know why I care so much. Honestly, I feel like really like Pete is represents a lot of things to me that I wish I could be, which I've talked about a million times, which is just like this like effortless, like I get to crack up during SNL. I get to be high and I get to be loved and fucked by all women. Yeah. So he's like a lesbian icon essentially at this point. Yeah. Can't, uh, Basically Pete like Pete Davidson is your idol is what I'm just Basically, hearing. I don't hate Pete Davidson. I'm in love with Pete Davidson, <laughs> which is probably the truth for all trolls. It's like they see something in someone that really bothers them. Mm-hmm. This is the, es- the essence of shadow work is you see something in someone that really fucking bothers you and aggravates you. And then the root of it is that you like either see or long for that in yourself. Mm. So that's basically that. I think that's true. We guess we solved that fucking case. Shit, this episode's so psychological. So I watched season three of You this weekend and I have to say that at the end of season two, I didn't think that I would keep going. Like I wasn't sure I would keep going mm-hmm. or in the middle of it. And mm-hmm. then like always it ends on a hook where I keep going. So that's kind of where I am at with season three. And it's amazing how they can make the same thing interesting over and over and over again. You know what I mean? Like nothing yeah. changes. It's just him being creepy. And we're like, okay, we'll see more of that. I haven't watched season three yet, but I remember me and Allie were obsessed with season one when it first came out. Me and you. Yes. Wait, where did we watch Peru? We watched it in Peru. And like we were on like... You broke my iPad. Yeah. No, that was... Oh yeah, that was in Peru. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had... I took the pills for... um altitude sickness and one of the side effects was that it makes your toes and feet go numb and so I couldn't feel yeah and but yeah I mean moral of the story is I broke her iPad and she was really pissed but we were obsessed with watching you we thought it was so fucking good it even though we knew it sucked and then when season two came out oh yeah that's how we felt about it we were like this is so bad we were like it's so bad let's play the next one play the next one like but I but it wasn't like oh my god this is so bad it's so good it was actually like this is fuck this fucking sucks like at a period we were like should we this this is bad why did we think it sucked so bad because Because now like Like, because in the in the first season it's like I know you Oh, look at you smiling with your friends because you want attention and, and now posting got- them to Instagram. I know you. Yeah. Gretin. What, what was you. her name? Greta. Beck. Beck. It was so weird. Yeah. But anyway, I haven't seen season three yet. I can't wait. Yeah. I've been very busy, so I haven't been able to watch it yet. Season three has some really good twists and turns. And I love the main girl. Well, I remember the season two finale left it off that they have like this baby and I love that love is like psycho and then like he was interested in the neighbor or something. So yeah. I know the premise, but I haven't watched it yet. What? No, that's not just... just oh, well, I know like nothing. the first five minutes of maybe what it'll open up You know as. nothing. Okay, I know nothing. Yeah. Correction. You know how season two ended. Okay, correction. I know how season two ended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Touché. but like you would love it. It's so fun. Okay, well, really I'm definitely like going to watch it. But so I have a funny story about you because yeah. multiple times ever since season two came out. Yeah. People have stopped me and been like, oh my gosh, you look just like love. And You're kidding me. I don't really see it. If you see from the profile, if I'm smiling. Wait, I want to Google it. Like sometimes Victoria people, Peretti. What's her name? Pedretti or Peretti? I've gotten it more now that my hair is darker. I don't even know her name. Wow, I just look you up get love. that? Yeah, like I get it a lot. Yeah, Victoria Pedretti. Okay. Wait, that's like this. so... Like wait, this you kind of do look like her. Like this. Wait. Yeah, you kind of do look like her. That's true. But I think she's really pretty. Julian I, can't stand her. Oh, thanks, Julian. No, um, but now, no, like, like her now I take it very personally, like what people think about her. Even I think though, she's gorgeous. Like you. love her. Like have a, like was very obsessed is, with her when I first saw her. I don't her. really see it, but I still want other people to obviously think she's pretty now. 
Oh, I she's a hundred percent pretty. Uh-huh. To, to me, she's a hundred percent pretty. She, I think she has a, like a unique, cool look. Well, I mean, I guess we do. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, people always give it to me all the time. Um, <laughs> who who says it to you? By like the way? random people. Like I went out to dinner for Brenna's birthday the other day. One of my friends from home. Not that anyone on this podcast cares about that. Whatever. Hi, Brenna. I hope you listen to this every once in a while. <laughs> okay, <laughs> shout out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was like one of her friends from not even college. I hope you listen like, to this I hope you listen to this once in a while <laughs> we rep so hard for this podcast I hope you listen every now and then yeah keep going totally that's like my attitude towards life like if you want to hang out you can I just like I'm not gonna like force you to like no, do this I like obviously every not. week like, Wait, keep, keep going, going. Um, so people say to you, you someone at brunch says you look like love yeah like just like random people bars brunches people stop me and they're like oh and like this girl was like oh you wanna know who I think it was just like yeah whatever. Yeah. So the other day, Jordan calls me and is like, someone on the street just stopped me because they wanted to take a picture with me. They thought I was Penn Badgley. That's the biggest joke I've ever heard. And first of all, like, I do not think Penn Badgley is cute. Wait. At all. There's no way that that happened. Like, ask him. I don't I don't really strike him as like a liar. No, I know. That's just like this, that, the person that stopped Jordan must have been the dumbest person alive. <laughs> right? Like, honestly, like the that's dumbest person alive. I think Jordan had like his hat on. So like maybe they thought he looked like Joe. Oh, that's funny. I actually met Penn Badgley <laughs> one time getting coffee right downstairs. Oh, cool. <laughs> How was he? <laughs> he, I, you know, I thought he was like touring like with his music in like Eastern hmm. Europe for hmm. years. Interesting. But then I saw him again where um in LA because right by where I live, I was like jogging mm-hmm. and I saw him in the front yard um like rocking his baby. He has a baby. Oh. It was my fun. problem with Penn Badgley is I always see him as Dan Humphrey. My problem yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. The, and he feels very much like that. Also this idea of this like this all knowing like third voice that like is <laughs> revealing information also feels Dan Humphrey that yeah. there's like this overlap between like gossip girl and that. Totally, totally. I was like, look, I know and I have secrets. And, and like, like these weird, are my secrets. Like, yeah. I really don't know how I feel about Penn Badgley. I don't like, I'm not thinking, oh, Penn Badgley is like super hot. Like when he takes his shirt off, he has like an incredibly hairy chest and like he's very, very frail. Like I feel like I want him to like eat a burger. Yeah, but I think they also like do that purposefully in you and like how they film it. Like he's always in like dark places, I feel like, and looks really pale because I think they like kind of want to make him look like a little creepy and like stalkery. Yeah, that must Um, be right. Totally. But I wonder, was he fatter during Gossip Girl? Was he like more muscular? I think he was also younger. I don't know. God, My thing with him is like his weird Girl? nose dimple. It's like if someone had took their chin dimple and put it on their nose. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> What's it? Oh, Penn Badgley. I don't know. Say. But so yeah. But, and it's so funny. In these pictures, he's like so much more handsome than he is in the show. He's actually show so me. handsome. Yeah. In those pictures, he looks really handsome. But in the show, he looks so ugly. Not God. ugly. That's so like aggressive. I just mean like there's something so creepy about him. It's because his personality in the show. He's a creep in the show. So it's like, we are not attracted to it. Yeah, we're like that stalker We're like, character. hello, creep. We yeah. just have good, basically we have good sense. Okay. We're like danger, stranger danger. We know. I have to tell you, another thing that I like about the TV show You is that I like when like shows like go kind of farther than you think they're going to go but they're not like totally off the rails. Fuck, what was that show that like 
went completely off the rails. And I was like, what? You're doing that? Like they like break a rule of the like world. Like Game of Thrones? I was thinking Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. But like Game of Thrones once in a while will be like, it was a spell. And you're like, wait, what? That's a thing that you can cast magic? Like, you know what I mean? Like they'll be like, he comes back to life. <laughs> no, but I thought you meant like Game of Thrones, like no character was ever safe. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's no. It's like they not broke the about. rules of like, like, you you think like some characters in your TV shows are like safe, you know, you right, don't have to right. worry about them. Right, exactly. I don't, that's not entirely how I feel about you, but mm-hmm. I do like how the characters are so willing to like really thoughtlessly murder anyone. <laughs> yeah. Like I love how just like if someone like bothers them, they're like, that's enough to murder them. And then they murder them with like no foresight. And then it's just like absolute chaos and they just have to like figure it out as they go along. Like they're really just like, on a fucking killing spree and then having to like deal with it. Yeah. And I also love how, and I understand you have only seen season two, Mm -hmm. season season one and two, so you're not up on three. Mm -hmm. But I love how Joe's inner narrative is really like, he's like, I can't, like if you remember at the end of season two, he's like, I can't be with a murderer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden he's like disgusted by love's behavior. It's like the epitome of all men, right? (laughs) He's like, he can like, sleep in and snore and whatever, whatever it yeah. is. But then the second when his wife starts doing it, he's like, get away from me, dickless. Ew, you're disgusting. Yeah, and he like, like can't look in the mirror. Right. And he has this whole, I mean, he's obviously like insane. He's an insane person. Yeah. But he has all of this like psychological like inner dialogue that says he's like, he's he's always like doing this for the greater good. Yeah, he's he like, justifies it. He's like, I'm trying to protect someone. And he's like, how could she say psycho? She's a murderer. I'm like, <laughs> that's you, Joseph. Yeah. Do so, we get any love in there, like inner dialogue in season three? You know what? I would fucking love funny that. Funny that you say that because we actually got, and by the way, if you like, if you haven't finished season three, then stop right here because we're going to like spoil some stuff. Sorry, Jackie. You're no, it's fine. I'll stuff. still watch it and be just as excited. But I will say that you do have a minute of love's inner dialogue when I started thinking, oh, fuck, season four could be um, could be like all in love's inner dialogue. But alas, that won't be the case. Oh, shit. Did she die? Well, you'll see. So oh, fuck. I mean, but look, you think there's going to be a season four? Oh, yeah, there's going to be season four. It's ridiculous. It's like this show is like really doing well. Yeah. It's because it's like so it's just like it's like murder porn. And like everyone I have a joke. Everyone about, loves murder. I have a joke that everyone loves serial killer documentaries. And mm-hmm. this is just like a narrative love story murder porn. We just get to watch some guy who we think is like mildly attractive, just like kill a bunch of people. And that feels fucking good to yeah. a bunch of women all across the world. Dexter was like how I lost my like murder virginity lust. Yeah, wait, you know I've never I mean? seen Dexter. So fucking good. Is it? Is it it's romance so good. too though? I love it. A love. little bit of romance, but he like is so weird that he like really struggles with romance and there's like woman that loves him, but a little bit of romance, but it's so good because Fuck, maybe he's I like should a watch vigilante that. murderer. Right, he kills the bad people. Yeah, and he works at the police department. So he like knows where they are and everyone's like, wow, like I can't believe he's missing right when we were about to catch him. And Dexter just like has him like cutting him up in like little pieces, like in a box. It is so fucking good. I you love have to watch that. It. You would eat that shit up. Wait, that's okay. like, that would be like your bedtime story. Oh my God. Okay, I'm going to start watching that. Yeah, you There's have a to. bunch of seasons of that too, right? A, a bunch of seasons, a bunch of seasons. I honestly, after I finish you, may rewatch it just so we could discuss. Okay, I want to do that. I really okay. want to watch that. I'm it's so good. I have to be honest. I'm never someone that watches like, I don't, I do a joke about serial killer documentaries but I never watch uh, like a lot I don't I'm not like big on actual like murder documentaries like I'll watch some if they like go viral or whatever but I'm yeah. not like seeking them out sometimes I get like really f- afraid of them and no I like, like murder fiction yeah I like yeah yeah 
Right. Murder fiction. But sometimes I, I really do have like a weak, a small threshold for getting scared and like nightmares and stuff like that. I like get scared mm-hmm. of a lot of stuff. Like I used to get scared of the TV show Lost. I remember that. Remember only, Lost? Yeah. 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 Lost was kind of freaky because we watched it when we were really young. I know. But I, I still like I get scared of so many shows if I watch them alone. Like, no, oh my the God, only like, thing that freaks me out is like paranormal shit. Yeah. Oh, I hate paranormal like stuff. That I'm so stuff scared of ghosts. I like, do not want to fuck with. I know. I'm so scared of ghosts. Yeah. I was watching um, last night. I was previewing this movie. <laughs> I'm so um, scared of ghosts. M. Night Shyamalan's movie Old. Have you uh-huh. seen the trailer no, for no, that? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I've seen the, the trailer. Family, even the premise of it scares me. The family yeah, yeah, yeah. starts aging rapidly on the beach. That shit was scary. But I also like I haven't love seen the movie though. Freaky thrillers. Like my favorite fucking movie is um, Get Out. Oh, yeah. I mean, right. so good. No, I love psychological thrillers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love when some, like, a memento and, like, all of those movies, like, where you're, like, Inception, like, whatever. That's yeah. not exactly not, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But totally. But, like, um, The Gift and, like, all of those movies where you're, like, fuck, what's up with them? But then when ghosts become involved and when it becomes, like, real. Then I don't want to, like, I'm, like, I'm like, if ghosts are there, then it's real. No, yeah, then it is real because, like, I don't need a ghost knowing that I... Like watch some I'm shit. I'm so scared of ghosts. Come and like possess me. You know, I'm same. Everyone in our family is, and other people. I don't I feel even like understand. Think we're like crazy. Like but. I can't even like. I still like have like I can't like go around the house like alone at night. Like I can't. I saw a ghost with mom, and mom saw it too. Sammy talked about this on the podcast, but you haven't. What's your side of the story? Sammy, this is the there. couple dancing. Yeah, but Sammy, Sammy wasn't there. No, Sammy referred to it on the podcast about how when she was little, she saw a ghost in this like stairway and then you and mom were like, saw this ghost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy did talk about Sweet. this. Wait, tell me what happened. Me and mom were in New Orleans. Oh, this isn't what I knew. Oh, Sammy thought we were in the... Sammy it, Sammy was referring to the, the one in New Hampshire yeah, or like whatever, the, the, uh, which was like the creepiest place where like old Kennedys used to like winter. Why were we there with the, for, with the Thompson We were there with like family, friends, like... I don't, I don't know, know. like snowshoeing. So what happened? I don't know. So what happened? So we were in New Orleans, which is like obviously Ghost like a town. super spooky town. Yeah. And in the middle of the night, you stayed at a haunted hotel, didn't you? Yes, but we only found that out the next day. Like Ma- me and mom were so freaked out. We were talking about it in the lobby and then someone at the concierge was like, oh yeah, like our hotel's haunted. Like we're so proud of it. Like we <laughs> we love it. And like they had like a poster. How could you not know that? Who chose the hotel? <sighs> oh, did they not tell you? Thou who shall not be named. You were with friends and the friends didn't tell you? I don't think they like knew. I don't think they're like, let's stay How in this do you haunted not hotel. Know? I don't know. So wait, what Bad did you research. see? What did you see? We saw this like couple like dancing and laughing like right Where? in front of us in our hotel room. What did it look like? I'm asking you, what did it really look like? Did you wake up? I you woke, can't remember it I now. woke up, but like it just kind of was like shadowy. And then me and mom turned the lights on and it was gone. But like it was standing right in front of us. And what was, how close? Like did like, you see the face? mom was scared. What'd mom say? What'd mom say? Mom was scared. What'd she say? She was like, Jackie, like, do you hear that? Do you hear that? Do you see that? And I was like, mom, what is that? Like I was fucking freaked out. Holy fuck. And then like we turned the lights on and it was gone. But it was like this like how who got woman, up to turn the like, lights laughing. on? Mom like turned her nightstand light on. And then it was gone. Yeah. And then did you go back to sleep? Yeah. How do you go I, on with your I life and not just jump off the balcony? I I, <laughs> how do you not just end it all? Right? How do I you know, see that? I remember I literally like slept in mom's arms for the rest of the night. And it's so cute because it's like, what, what was mom going to protect me? Mom is like a little tiny girl. But yeah. we just like literally snuggled and eventually fell back asleep. Well, she was scared too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, she was definitely startled. How were they dancing? 
they were just like in my face. Oh my God. I don't like know because I feel like I told this story so many times. It's almost like hard for me to remember. This wasn't that long ago. I know, but y- you know what I mean. It's like, this, it's like it, is this not imprinted it, in your mind? I don't know. I think like part when of me mentally blocked dancing some shit woke out. you up, and you're like, it's kind of fuzzy. Like, isn't this like the image of your life? Like, <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. It was wow. really crazy, but yeah, I like anytime. I, I mean, I'm someone though that like if I see like anything, like if I see my kitchen chair at the wrong angle, the wrong light in the middle of the night, I'm like, great, that's a ghost. I have to go upstairs. Do you I, like, ever run upstairs? Like scrap, sometimes crying. when I'm. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm like laying asleep in bed. Yeah. I like think I hear someone calling my name. Dude, does that ever happen? Is it Jordan? No, like, and then, and then sometimes I'm like, that was in your head. That was in your head. But every once in a while, I feel like someone's like, Jackie. Does that ever happen to you? No. No. Okay. But it's deaf in my head. Sammy lived with that ghost, remember? Yeah, Sammy like had a her Sammy's like best friend at boarding school was her like attic ghost. I always think though that if I like encountered like I would have to move where I live. I couldn't live somewhere that was like haunted. Like some people are like, yeah, it's haunted. Like I know um No, but you can like sage it. No, like, no, no. I don't want to be around it. Like let t- let them take the place. I'll give it up. <laughs> I'll rather just have my energy there. Like Tom Papa, comedian, he was telling me how he had these like he has these like cameras in his home mm-hmm. and on the camera randomly one day like in his kitchen like these like papers like went like from his kitchen table just like flew up in the air and then went down and they've been like monitoring it and there's like a ghost in their house that's so fucking scary and he showed me the video and it's like fucking nutty like there's no explanation like the like could you imagine if that water bottle just like hit the ceiling and then went down i would move like that's not okay yeah no that's, that's not fucked okay. up and the other thing is like you don't have ghost insurance like I feel like you sh- people need like haunted insurance where it's like I moved in like I don't turns have out there's keep- a family <laughs> of fucking dead people here like I don't know I feel like I should be able to get my money back on this yeah they should have that paranormal insurance uh-huh I'm so I mean but that I also like hopefully you can move into like a new development or something so that there won't be like ghosts or something it's like yeah but like that people love nothing pre-war, can protect no- people love pre-war <laughs> but that doesn't protect you like what about the land well, in New York City, there's like, are there ghosts in New York City? I mean, it's like so like done. I think it's like so built on each other, like for years and years and years. Like all these lives are like compounded. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There are probably some ghosts, but like maybe ghosts want to go somewhere with like more fresh air. Right. I feel like ghosts, yeah. you know, ghosts aren't usually haunting like downtown Manhattan. They're right? just like, I feel like Manhattan's scary enough when you're alive. Like, they're yeah. just like, I've been here, done that. Like, let's go see the country. Yeah, like they're not getting enough ghosts, don't get enough attention in the big city. Yeah, like we have a lot of other things to worry about. And that, yeah, I feel like ghosts would be like my last, anywhere else, ghost is like my first thought. Like the house makes a noise. I'm like, ghost. Yeah. Here, I'm like, neighbors peeing. Yeah. Like, I just like think it's everything else. Right. That ghosts can't do proper haunting here. There's like no space for like humans to even live next to each other. We're not like blaming it on yeah, ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Like, they don't like, have room. I know. That's so fucking true. Like ghosts are like, I gotta go to like a little rock where I can like steal a yeah. shot. <laughs> yeah. I, like scratching in the wall. I'm like, fuck, I have another rat. I know. Exactly. That's so true. But sometimes, oh, those rats sometimes scare. I walked into this boarding um place because I was boarding Ellie mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. And there was like all of this like scratching in the ceiling. And I was like, oh my God, you have like rats in the ceiling. And she was like, that's the second floor. We have like a dog training thing up there. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, cool. But I was like, I hate the idea of like rats in the wall. Mom yeah. growing up was always like, there's mice in the wall. I smell them. I smell them. And I'm like, God, at, what's at wrong with you? Yeah. 
Mm. You don't remember that? Not really. And they would like put traps around and like... We had like lots of like little creatures in our house. Oh, I think that's just like living in like suburbia. Yeah. You have creatures and like we always had the bats flying. The the bats, the bats. We always had bats fly through the chimney. They're like, we have a bat net, the flu's closed. I'm like, really? Because there's a family bats living in my closet. So literally, something isn't working. And dad would like have to like go call like animal control or like get (laughs) a bat. Catch it. Yeah, and then like let it free. It's like Remember sad. Remember mom and dad were out to dinner and a bat flew in the house. So we hung out for the rest of the night in the garage. Well, yeah, because this is the epitome of like when I was like babysitting, I was very, very scared for you guys, for myself, essentially. <laughs> I projected that onto my younger siblings and I was like, we're not safe here. If the bat bites us, we could all die. We'll get rabies, whatever. I don't want to get a shot in my stomach. We're all going into the garage. I was like, get the dog. <laughs> and we like, <laughs> sat in the parked car in the garage and we were just like in for there the for hours. The we had just watched Dream Girls and we were like crying about I it. I remember that. Or maybe Million Dollar Baby. What? One or the other. Mm. Those, I, I don't know why I thought Dream Girls, big... but we like loved Dream Girls. We watched it so much. We times. really loved Dream Girls. Yeah. Um, okay, last thing before I go is I started watching the show Dope Sick mm-hmm. on Hulu, which is about the opioid epidemic. Mm. And uh, it's so like, like a docu-series. No, it's a fiction show. Oh, cool. But it's like loosely based on like the opioid epidemic and like how like OxyContin like took the market and like how drug reps sold it to doctors and how it is like a class two narcotic that they like basically got the FDA to approve a special label for. And because of that, it started being like prescribed all the time as non-addictive, which is false. It's like highly, highly addictive. And like because of that, we have like so many fucking deaths in our country from like drugs like Oxy, from like Oxy, like time release Oxy. It's fucking wild how this happened and how people like push this drug through to market and how the, the the guy that was working at the FDA, I have to fact check this part. The guy that was working at the FDA who approved the drug in such a way that it would be like widely distributed Mm -hmm. because it wasn't identified as like an addictive narcotic. Mm -hmm. He then left his job at the FDA and started working for Purdue Pharma, which is the company that made the drug. That's so sketchy. It's like the most crooked, corrupt system. And like they like create all these disorders. This is what happened in the show. And I'll tell you, it's just the pilot. Have to fact check all this. So like, who knows if this is true? But I'm, I googled some enough to mm-hmm. know that I got a f- sense that this is what happened. Okay. But basically, they were giving, they were prescribing oxy, saying that it lasts for 12 hours. A lot of the patients were having pain that like disrupted the 12 hour cycle. They're like, it's not lasting 12 hours, and they were like, fuck, fuck, fuck. What do we do? The only reason the FDA approved this is because we said it lasts 12 hours. And they're like, just create a new medical term that you can tell doctors. So they created this medical term known as breakthrough pain. It's not a real thing. It's just when like oxy wears off. And they were like, the only thing that you have to do in order to not have breakthrough pain is just double your dose. So the doctors started doubling their patients' dose, doses of Oxy. Oh my God, that is so fucked up. And in the first places where Oxy was sold, in like these mining towns and these coal towns, Maine, like North Virginia, all of these places, they like, the, the crime spiked, like foster care houses were like fill, fill like it it was insane. Like it was really nuts. But and it's so just fucked up. Did the, the FDA industry. just like say it wasn't addictive and they knew it was or or did the, did the pharma companies not think it was addictive or was this like all a ploy just for like big pharma to make money? Uh, unclear which that is, but the FDA basically said that because of Oxy's slow release, it wasn't as addictive as other opioids. And then that that proved to be false. And, you know, look oh at look to the, I remember when I was in high school, kids were doing Oxy. Yeah. Kids were like doing a pill of Oxy. I don't even know. I've never done. I've obviously I've never done that. But I remember they would like 
swallow an Oxycontin in like tissue paper or something. Because like, they thought it like dissolved faster or something. Yeah, but I don't, like, like no one. It, it makes that. you high, I guess. I don't know. I remember that too. It's so sad. Um, so fucked up. And our, so our town, up. actually, I was saying this to you guys last night over text message, but like there have been so many cases of these party drugs now being laced with like fentanyl. Yeah. Three comedians died at the comedy store a few weeks ago, all doing the same batch of drugs. And these are these are party drugs. These are like cocaine. One line of cocaine laced with fentanyl, you die. Yeah. Jesus. On that note. Wait, wait, wait. On that ba, note. Ba, ba, ba. Partying and death made me think of this. Yeah. Um, Travis Scott. Yeah. Travis Scott's concert yesterday I read in Houston. This. What was it? What happened? Eight people died. How? Because of like the crowd surging to the front. Like I, I literally think people were trampled to death because like Travis got on stage and people were like excited. Obviously, I need to read more about it. I just like read the headlines. Oh my God. How horrible is that? That's like Black Friday at Walmart. Yeah, it's literally horrible. What the? F- I don't even understand how that happens. Me like, neither. But like it must be such a fucking mob that like the second you fall down, people are like so wasted and like, and there's up, just that more they just... people coming that you literally can't stop. That is insanity. That must be so many fucking people. Is this outside? I don't know. Wait, how? That's off. That's fucking awful. Could you imagine like Travis Scott waking up today and being like, Jesus, like eight people died at my concert because people were running to the stage because what they were excited. I have to tell you, like, that's, that's horrible. Like that's far too many. Eight? Of, uh, it's far too many. Wait, what And like the fuck? many more people injured. Trav, many dead and injured at Astro World Festival in Houston. Crowd surge leaves eight dead at Travis Scott show. It was like hell, one concert goer says. At least eight people were killed and dozens more were injured at a music festival in Houston on Friday night after a large crowd began pushing toward the front of the stage. The crowd surge during the concert caused some panic and it started causing injuries. The concert was part of Astro World. About 50,000 people were there. Oh my gosh. Everybody was just in the back trying to rush the front. Our hearts are with the Astro World family. That is so fucking. Twenty three people were taken to a nearby hospital. Eleven were in cardiac arrest. Over three hundred people were treated at a field hospital at the site. Over three hundred at a field hospital. What the fuck sort of concert is this? It's like a death camp. This is awful. This is a horrible advertisement for Astro World. Sending investigators to the hospital because we don't know. We're doing an investigation to find out. It's not fair to producers till we determine what happened. Happened all at once. Really hectic. That's fucking horrible. Horrible. Um, That's really upsetting. Yeah. So sad. Wow. Like Uh, these people were just like, oh, we're going to go to a concert. Yeah. Have fun. They fucking died. Oh my God. Travis Scott is the one who, who's he with now? What? Are you kidding? What? Kylie. Oh, Travis Scott is Kylie's. Yeah. Kylie's guy. Yeah. Come on. Okay. We will see you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.